0: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live.
1: Christians or people do not grow in Christ when everything is going good, smooth, no problems, no conflict. You only grow in Christ when there's conflict.
0: Welcome to The Healing Word, a ministry of the Largo Community Church. Today, we're featuring a very special message that Pastor Jack Morris recently delivered to the congregation, dealing with purity in the life of a Christian, and how a close relationship with God is key in not only convicting us, but has the power to restore us when we have stumbled. Let's go to today's message, Pure in Heart. This,
1: this message today, entitled The Pure in Heart, goes right to the very core of life. If the heart is pure, everything else is going to be okay. But this is something that we're going to have to struggle with all our life long. But we're going to struggle with it, and we're going to have a pure in heart, a pure heart, because of our faith in the Lord and because of his cleansing, ongoing cleansing. It's not just a a once and for all, I'm saved, and all is well forever and ever, world without end. No. Jesus said at the communion table, as often as you eat this bread and drink this wine. So First, I'm going to talk about the pure in heart. We're going to look at the word pure. Then we're going to go to the pure in heart. We're going to look at the word heart. And then we're going to look at the paragraph entitled Purity Restored, because purity is often lost. And then finally, purity rewarded. The pure in heart, the pure. What does it mean when it says pure? It means that which is perfectly clean. Children are born with a pure heart. Children, clean slate. They they know nothing but purity. They are pure. They're without hypocrisy. Children are not prejudiced. Children are not racist where where did all this hypocrisy and racism and impurity and lying and moral defilement where did it all come from because it was not there in the beginning it was not there for quite a while why why can't we have that innocence always when did we lose that innocence but we lost it somewhere along the way when did the change come? When did we become morally defiled? When did we become sinners? The Bible says we have all sinned. <clears throat> when did it happen? All of a sudden we realize we are lost. We're sinners. We need to confess and repent. We need to come to the communion table because our life our life needs Jesus and our life needs cleansing. But somewhere along the way, imperceptibly, we yielded, but the pure simply meaning singleness of heart, oneness, a single self as opposed to a divided self. The scripture says in James 1, chapter one, verse two, a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. Friend, if you're mixed up on one issue, The scriptures say we're going to be mixed up on a lot of issues. We've got to get it right with the Lord. And there's a lot of pressure out there, a lot of pressure. But thank God for the Lord, for the Holy Spirit who comes, who convicts, who shows, who reveals, and who receives our confession and repentance and cleanses us from all sin over and over and over again throughout life. I'm a sinner saved by grace. And my one of my very favorite quotes is the man who wrote Amazing Grace. He knew how amazing it was, John Newton. And when he was an old man, he said, I'm a great sinner, but Christ is a great Savior. Isn't he not a great Savior? What a Savior Jesus is to us. Now, it's hard to self-diagnose. I, I, I can never remember a person telling me, Pastor, I'm a hypocrite. Other people are hypocrites. Pastor, I'm a sinner. I never remember anybody ever saying that to me. But we've all sinned, the scripture says. It's hard to say. I've never heard a person come up to me and say, Pastor Morris, I'm a racist. Have you ever heard anybody say that? You may have. I'm prejudiced, Pastor Morris. No. But until we confess openly to the Lord, our hearts are not going to be pure. And because our hearts are not pure, we're not making that confession to God. You don't have to make that confession to me, certainly not. I can't do anything about it but pray for you. And I will do that. But, and I'll pray for myself. But to keep racism out, to keep prejudice out, to keep hypocrisy out, it keeps coming, it keeps coming. When will it let up? When did it start? When will it be over? We need the Lord. It says, blessed are the pure in heart. The pure in heart are the happy people with a superior happiness, a divine happiness that is of God. And only God can bring about that happiness. Blessed are the pure in heart the pure. Let's go to the word heart. Let's look at the word heart for just a moment. The heart is my inner self. It's where the spring of life comes forth. The heart, my, my thoughts, my desires, my passions, my intellect, package it all together. That's your heart. Blessed are the people who are pure in their passions Pure in their desires, pure in their intellect, but blessed are the pure in heart. Now, when you go through these beatitudes, look, look at them. Every one of them starts with a promise, ends with a promise. Every one of them are short. There are eight of them here. But real quick, blessed. Wow, that means that superior joy of the poor in the spirit. Blessed are the mourn, superior joy for those who mourn and grieve over their own sin. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, because they'll be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Uh, those, those little sayings, every one of them starts out with a promise, and every one of them ends with a promise. God is filled to overflowing with blessings to flow upon us and to minister to us. He desires only to bless. Jesus came not into the world to condemn the world. Friend, let's stop condemning each other. There's enough condemnation out there, enough sin to go around. We don't have to start doing that in the church, because if we do it in the church, and it has been done in the church, friend, there is no place else to hide. You see sin and evil is like the coronavirus. It it seems like it's in the air. We're going to have to put a mask over our face and to begin to protect ourselves. But isn't it something we'll wear a mask over our face, but we won't wear a mask over our heart or over our mouth, spiritual mouth, our tongue? that is deadly, wicked, and is set on fire of hell. Friend, watch your mouth. Look to the Lord. He has sanctifying power that will bring blessedness into your life. You choose, and God will follow through with a great and wonderful blessing. But this, this virus is in the air. This sin, this temptation to talk about somebody, to criticize somebody... Even to criticize ourselves. Uh, these words that we say to ourselves, you're, you're, uh, you're stupid, you're ignorant, uh, you've done wrong. Uh, Tell it to the Lord and watch what God will do with it and how he'll s- make things right and, and, and purify your heart. The scripture said he sent his word and healed them. Now think about it. That's the name of the radio broadcast uh, on the two radio stations. He sent his word. The word of God, listen to me, friend. The word of God is the mask over your heart. The word of God. Put the word of God over your mouth. Put the word of God over your heart. Put the word of God over your mind. You will have put the word of God in doing so over your heart, and your heart will become pure. You can't believe the word and speak the word and speak evil at the same time. Oh, you can. But it doesn't work. The blessing isn't there. Look to God and allow God to bless you. The scripture says in Psalm 24: He who ascends to the hill of the Lord, he who stands in the holy place, he who has clean hands and a clean part. If you want to stand in a holy place, you've got to have clean hands. That's activities. Your hand speaks of activity. That's when Jesus said, if your hand offends you, cut it off. Not your literal hand, but your activities. The activities of your brain, the activities of your mouth, the activities, uh, your your habit, your your way of life. Any activity, friend, in Jesus' name, cut it off. It's better to enter into the life, maim and halt, than to go into life with all of these activities that are wrong. Put a mask on over your heart and your heart will become pure we've lost our purity we come back to the Lord and confess and repent and he restores and then everything seems to go along smoothly for a while and we're drifting through life and imperceptibly before we know it here we're we're, we're suckered in Somebody says something, and we agree with it, and then we add to it our two cents, and pretty soon we are one with them, but we are no longer one with him. Friend, you have to make a choice who you want to be one with. Let's be one with the Lord Jesus and follow the Lord with our, our hearts. We're going to stand in the holy hill Of the Lord Psalm 24 but you have to have a pure heart and there are Christians today that are not on holy ground simply because they have yielded to the way of the world that that virus of sin that virus of hypocrisy that virus of racism that virus of prejudice that virus they have they breathed it in and now they're they're affected now their breath spiritually speaking Is short, meaning their prayer life isn't what it used to be. They're trying to suck in air, and they're having a hard time. It won't get any better until you become transparent with the Lord. And when you do, the blessing of God will come, and you'll be restored. This is the day the Lord has made to bring us into his presence, and he's here to do just that. This virus hit us with a vengeance. And it was right after that, Mr. George Floyd was murdered. And I don't know what happened to this very day, but some arrows were shot at me. And I suspect they, I needed them to be shot at me, but I don't know why. And one of the board members called me one night. I don't know what he had heard or what he had seen. But he said, Pastor Morris, I want you to know that there's arrows being shot at you. And I didn't know why or what. And he said, but I'm going to be your armor guard and I'm going to stand and reflect those arrows away from you. You talk about being blessed and didn't really know why I was blessed. But there was a person there. Friend, if we start standing with one another like that, our church will become the most pure church and we will become the most pure Christian. The only thing I know that I've done is what I've always done for going on 49 years, and that is lift up Jesus. For Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. I can't reform Congress. I can't reform the police department. I know there's a lot of evil and a lot of wrong just as much as everybody else knows it. But I'm not going to come into church and write letters and, and lift that wrong up I'll acknowledge it, but I'm going to do what Jesus told me to do, what God told me to do. And that's what I've been trying to do, lift up Jesus, for he is the physician of the soul. He is the physician of the pure heart. And if your heart is pure, then you are blessed with a divine blessing that is a supernatural blessing. And that's what God has called me to do. And for 49 years, and really what has happened, virus or racism, I have to do. The whole Bible is about Jesus, Old and New Testament. And I have no other message. No other message. I cannot do otherwise. I have been called to lift up Jesus. That's what I'll keep on doing. And whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, and I know I'm right, Because the Bible tells me John the Baptist was a voice in the wilderness preparing the way of the Lord. Friends, Jesus is coming, and I feel like I have a John the Baptist ministry. And I'm going to do my best to lift up Jesus and lift you up and myself up to him. That's my job. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to change, friend. I'm too close to the end now. I'm too close. I'm going to lift up Jesus and I believe he's going to lift you up to his own pure heart and your heart will become just like his heart. Purity is rewarded. I've, I have to close now but I want, to, I want you to listen to this. He said blessed are the pure in heart. and What's the reward? For they shall see God. Friend, who are you looking for who are you looking for you know people get upset with one another because somebody votes democrat and somebody votes republican you have it in your yards and my yards people have signs up they're going to vote for one man and then very next yard not far away they have a sign up friend we're looking in the wrong places (laughs) look up for your redemption draweth nigh Isn't that what the scripture says? Look up. We're looking up today to the Lord Jesus. But the scripture says, for they shall see God. Are you looking for God? Then you're going to see God. But if you're looking for imperfection at home, in the church, in other people's lives, you're going to see that. But it's going to blind you to see Jesus and the image of Jesus. See Jesus. Look at Jesus. The scripture said, if the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, if the Lord had not been on our side, during this virus, during all of this racism, if the Lord had not been on our side, friend, we wouldn't even be where we are now. But we have the Lord on our side. Like Abraham Lincoln said, He said something to this effect. I'm not nearly as concerned about the Lord being on my side. What I'm concerned about, am I on his side? Friend, let's let's get on the right side. (laughs) Let's get on Jesus' side. If it had not been for the Lord. Have you gone through a valley experience recently? If it had not been for the Lord, let Israel say if it had not been for the Lord, you would have made it through that valley. But even then, even as that board member said to me, Pastor, I'm going to deflect those arrows. I went down into a valley, a deep valley. The mountains were casting shadows over me. And I was wondering, what's happening? What is happening? I didn't know, and to this day, nobody has said, why are those arrows being shot? I don't No. All I've tried to do, as I said, lift up Jesus. But down in that valley, do you know what I found? I found the lily of the valley. It's in the valley experience. Fred, you may be going through a different valley. We all go through valleys. I went through a valley. I'm still there, but I'm on my way out right now. I'm feeling good in my soul. (laughs) Are you feeling better in your soul? Let the Lord purify your soul, and he's here to do that. But in that valley, I found the rose of Sharon. He's the lily of the valley. That's what Solomon says in chapter 1 of the Song of Solomon, verse 2. The lily of the valley. So, friend, when you go into the valley, look for the lily. Look for Jesus. You'll see him. It's as the scripture said, If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side... Maybe I can say it this way. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, now may Jack Moore say, now may the Largo Community Church say, now may Christianity say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I would have never made it. (laughs) But I'm making it, and I'm making it strong, and I'm making it good, and I'm making it with joy. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, and then, I mean, this has gone on for weeks. This has gone on for months. Sometimes you get in a valley, you don't get out of it very quickly. The night became so dark. I mean, even in my own soul, in my own soul, it was dark. So dark. But I knew the Lord was there. But I, in that darkness, and those arrows coming, I looked up and guess what I saw I saw the bright and morning star in the valley I found the lily in the darkness I saw the bright and morning star you know God knows how to get us out of the valley God knows how to get us back into the light of him who is the way the truth of the light Friend, don't let people, not even so-called Christian people, not even Largo Community Church people, let nobody bring you down. You are God's people. Your name is in the book of life. You are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. God loves you. He has purified you. And if you get tripped up and slip and become part of whatever is out there the hypocrisy the racism the gossip if it's out there don't let it get in here because it will taint your heart but if it does get in and sometimes it'll slip in unperceptive then go to the lord and he'll purify your heart blessed are the pure in heart he'll make your life blessed and happy and joyous again and you will see god like you've never seen god before i have to close now but i want you to know this Christians or people do not grow in Christ when everything is going good, smooth, no problems, no conflict. You only grow in Christ when there's conflict. Did you hear that? (laughs) The only time I can really develop muscles is when I go to the gym and I pick them up and I strain. (laughs) And those heavy weights push against me, and try to push me down, and I push him up, and my muscles begin to develop. And so it is, when I'm walking or sitting in an easy chair all day long, I'm not developing physically at all. It's only when the strain is on, when the pressure is on. And so God will send conflict sometimes that allow it to come so that he may grow us in the Lord. And I believe I've been doing some real spiritual growing in the Lord. And God knows that some of them meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) And everybody says praise
0: the Lord. Would you bow with me, please? Feel the presence of God in your life controlling circumstances and working all the things for the best? If not, I invite you to follow the advice Pastor Moore shared today in drawing close to him through prayer and reading of his word. There is no better time to start than right now. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus but we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and will lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.